Watch of the NBA. Everybody who listens to this podcast knows how I feel about aggregation. I'm oddly intrigued by neck tattoos. You know, we love China. We love you know, playing there. It comes a dunk. Shut up and listen. You think you're better than me? <laughs> All right, welcome back to Swish FM. Chris Mundelkin, Ben Craw, NBA League Insider, Brandon Lizzie, a.k.a. Whammy, Woo. joins us on the line. Ben, Wham, mm-hmm. uh, the NBA regular season concludes in about a week, April 10th. Mm. We've had uh, several check-ins, several uh, discussions throughout the season about players, executives, coaches we thought deserved awards, recognition, accolades for their individual performances. But now, guys, it's time uh, that we put a bow, put a bow here on the 2022 regular season. Time has come to make some conclusions, That's some right. decisions. This is the one that counts. All the other ones were just uh, yeah, practice for this know, one. Kind of. This is feeling, here. We are at the seven eighth poll, ready to call it for good. Yeah, we're going to yep. be handing out some hardware today. This will be the final awards pod here on Swish FM in the year 2022. This ben is the Whammy. grand finale, folks. I'm sure this is a very emotional afternoon for the both of you. What uh, What is running through your minds? How are you both doing today? Well, I feel great, Chris. I know you want me to go first, Ben, so I'll just take that one. But um, <laughs> I can always rely on you for yeah, that. Yeah, thank you, yeah. Um, collect my thoughts. Yeah, sort you know, my, give, give you some time. Takes. But yeah, I think, yeah. you know what I'm buoyed by is that I don't think this will be the final award podcast of 2022. No, no, no. no this yeah. is the finals. No, I don't the think season, so. Because the season we'll is be doing, effectively over. We'll be all, doing the, the, all the data is in. We'll be doing the 1-8. We do awards this week. Next week, we're going to be doing the playoff preview. Yeah, but then so we'll be doing our 1-8 season review in uh, late November, early December. We'll be handing out some... One eighth hardware in the 2022 23 mm. NBA season. So, oh, well, to be clear, this isn't the final awards well, of yeah. the calendar year. Well, that's it's what you said. Final. I'm sorry. That's what you said. Wow. Yeah. Just, okay. I'm gonna, you know what? I just want to be precise on, about it, no, Ben. Just, keep, keep you know what I mean? On track. That's, yeah. Yep. Yep. That's so important. Let's just be pros right, thank here. Good to cross those T's yeah, and dot those exactly. I's. We all Thanks, know. Thanks, Whammy. Uh, <laughs> see where your head's at. Ben, you don't want to get snagged by technicality at the last minute. No, folks. What must be running through your mind today, Ben? I know this has been something of a roller coaster season. Deals have fallen through on less matters than that. Listen. What's running through my head? I mean, what a yeah. journey. What a well, journey it's been yeah. um, having as someone who's watched every NBA game or at least portions of every single NBA game this season. It's been, you know, it's been a, it's been a grind. It's been a slog, but it has been the, the highs have been dizzying. The lows have been just soul crushing, but we made yeah. it yeah. together, together. And that's what matters. Let's start. Um, Let's start with the big boy, the Kia NBA MVP, uh, Whammy, Ben. Um, feel free to, to hop in here. What are you guys thinking here for your finalist for the Kia NBA MVP? Who you have? Whammy? <laughs> I am going to go with, and I think this is going to be controversial, so strap in. What happens? LeBron James. Wow. <laughs> wow. LeBron James. That's right. That's All right. Huge. Make your case. Um. Okay. He's 37. He's going to lead the league in scoring, likely, if he can get back from his little ankle injury and play three more games, he'll qualify. Uh, you're going for 37 and 8, um, and you are getting it on efficient, efficient, efficient shooting. 37? That's how much he's averaging? 37 yeah. and 8. 30. Points, oh, seven rebounds and eight seven assists. Seven rebounds, got it, got it. Oh, I okay, see. sorry, and actually that's like wrong. 37. Actually, I read I read it wrong. It's actually 38 and six, so 30, 
eight rebounds and six assists. My mistake. Mm-hmm. With right. throwing a steal and a block for good measure, he's playing the most minutes of his career for the last five years, uh, and he's um, you know uh, dragging a kicking and screaming, right. swaddled baby Russell Westbrook, uh, uh, several other. Uh, destroyed Hall of Famers across the finish line to 10th in the West and the majestic play-in tournament. I think they're 11th now, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They're tie- Well, they're, t- they're in a virtual tie. They're in tiebreaker uh, for 11th. So They're on the outside looking. They are, yeah. But mark my words when this thing's called. Do we give, do we give LeBron a ding here as he was the architect of the Westbrook trade? I mean, that just makes him more valuable in my mind, who else is playing GM out there? Hmm. <laughs> Do we think he intentionally sabotaged his own season to bolster his MVP case? Um, that's possible. That's when he's possible. like, "Hey, look at what he's I have looking to work around." With. He's looking around this and he's is... thinking, "Kuzma's trying to take a little bit of my shine here. What if we had yeah. old Russell Westbrook? That'll make me look pretty good." Exactly. Um, yeah. I think that's possible, Ben. I mean, I wouldn't. A little conspiracy, NBA, Ben, yeah. over here. Yeah, you. I don't trust the data around this stuff, and I don't think mm-hmm. anyone else should. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's, that's, the one, that's the one thing I agree with so far in this. Yeah, uh, yeah. In, that's in, right. In Interesting, Whammy. You don't hear a lot of LeBron for MVP talk. I'll say uh, it seems like we have a three-man race at this point. Yep, LeBron. Uh, from, from my that's from correct. You, I actually, with, yeah, I have a three-man yeah, race. I have uh, Jokic, Embiid, and Giannis neck and neck here. Hmm. Um the okay. last updated I had, but go on. All right. Okay. Uh, the last updated awards pod, I was making a case for DeMar DeRozan. Big stink town. <laughs> yeah, the Bulls have sort of slid from the top. The mayor of, of Doodooville now. Hey, stand but, by your take, Chris. But yeah, now, well, we this, is, this is why we update the awards. That's okay? right, folks. Yeah. Uh, now this is a living document. document. It's, it's not meant to be much static. Like yeah. Much like the United States Constitution, this, this changes. is something that we, that we look at, that we love, we and amend. cherish so much that we are willing to change it. We review. So look, Jokic, Embiid, and Giannis, all three guys have had mind-boggling statistical seasons. So for me, it's really a decision about like who has accomplished the most with their respective obstacles. Embiid, he was playing through the noise, the chaos of the situation with Ben Simmons, mm. playing on a team, missing its second best player, et cetera, et cetera. Jokic, he played without Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. all year, basically sort of willing his team into the thick of the playoff race um, with you know a lot of guys who were like basically replacement-level players. And then Giannis, same thing, navigating injuries to his team. Brooke Lopez, sort of the defensive anchor, he missed a bunch of time. My heart wants to make a case for Embiid. No. Uh, it feels like his, it's his turn, but my head keeps telling me it's Jokic, that his accomplishment is is the greater one. Jokic hasn't played with Tobias Harris. He hasn't played with James Harden. Uh, and if we want to go down the rabbit hole, you know, there's a case that Embiid, Embiid was part of the reasons that Ben Simmons demanded a trade out of Philadelphia this Ooh. year. Wow. Um, because the way, you know, Embiid handled last year's postseason exit. So mm, I'm going to say Jokic. Not Embiid. Hmm. Yeah. Jokic took home the 2020-2021 NBA MVP award. He became the first Serbian, the first Denver Nugget, and the first second-round draft pick to ever win the award. Uh, his odds to repeat were 16-1 to 1 entering the season. Ooh, so if anyone bet Jokic. Jokic to win MVP, mm. you just made a nice a little nice, bit of bread. A shiny little Nikola. Nickel. Yeah, so I got mm. Jokic. Ben, um, curious to hear what you're thinking here. Who's your NBA, NBA MVP? Yeah, thanks, Chris. This was uh, by far the, the most difficult choice for me to make out of all these awards. Mm. Um, yeah. mm. For me, it came down to you know three obvious consensus top candidates. Frankly, I wouldn't argue with you if you picked any one of these three as your MVP. But um, you wouldn't, for folks. me, the choice—the choice was just too difficult. So um, I'm going to recognize and celebrate the greatness of all three of these young men. And for the first time in NBA history, we're going to have a three-way co-MVP. Wow, that's right. That's right. Not an undercover MVP, a, a three-way, three-way MVP. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Now this has happened before, of course. Uh, there, there have been co-rookies of the year um and you would never uh and you're <clears throat> copywriting the mvppp moniker correct well you know that's actually a good i like i like mvppp yes 
um, a lot. I was actually thinking three VP. Okay. As a, as All my right. as my copyright as my hashtag. If we can get that I trending, like that. folks. Yeah, that's that'll Let's be trending. Let's get that going in the chat. Check it yeah. out, folks. Yeah. Three VP hashtag three VP, which stands for three. Well, VPs. there's uh, three an, valuable um, players. Yeah. Three valuable players. The most is is kind of uh, implied. Uh, yeah. In the three that's VP. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's a sign. There's a you silent get it. M. Yeah, you in get there. It. You wouldn't have an acronym um, if it wasn't the most. Right, right, exactly. Um, so, um, so yeah, this this uh, this is going to be the first ever three VP. Um, what's more fun than two dudes? Three three dudes. <laughs> Sorry, you guys didn't see. Ben just got tickled. Yeah, that's my, he wasn't laughing. Well, uh, that was my cat. T- yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, your 2021-2022 Kia three VP. That's three way Unbelievable! MVP. What an award. Steph Curry. Josh Giddy and R.J. Barrett. Wow. Now let me give a brief case Incredible. for let me give a brief case for each of our three VPs. I mean, I shouldn't have to three ring you know, circus too hard here. Yeah. yeah. So um, I don't know if you guys remember back. Uh, I guess it was in the in the winter, spring, December, uh, early yeah. early spring, on the biggest stage with the highest possible stakes, playing against all of the best players. Uh, you know, some people call this game the All Star Game. I call uh, it the NBA MVP Award Game, right? <laughs> because it's the, all the MVPs playing against each other. These are the best uh, players playing their hardest against each other. Exactly. It's a it's, it's a, a crucible to variable, prove who yeah. is the best of the best. Yep. Yep. Um, you leave it all on the floor. That's right. Steph Curry, folks, came out and dropped a fifty burger. Okay, mm. he shot seventeen bon of thirty appetite. from the field, sixteen of twenty seven from three point range. Sure. Um, you know, just for good measure, tossed in five he took rebounds, twenty seven threes in the All Star game, a steal and two blocks. Yeah. Oh my god. Scored scored fifty points. And by the way, in case you're one of those people who cares about win loss records, uh, his team won one the game. So undefeated. An airtight case. Um, Josh Giddy, we all know Josh. He plays in Oklahoma City. Sure. Yep. Picks up triple doubles in his goddamn sleep. Yep. Um, now, as Wham, as you alluded to earlier, I don't, you know, I don't know about these numbers. Um, I don't, I don't necessarily, you know, I, I don't think we should just, um, you know, accept these numbers that the no. NBA gives us. No. Um, uh, watch the games, folks. Watch the yep. games. You, you got to watch, watch the games because the data can always be dirty. That's right. But. Um, frankly, it's all we have to work with, you know. Um, it's what the NBA gives us. Uh, I'm not here to, uh, to to spin up some conspiracy. Watch the games, preferably in person, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the you gotta gotta be there in person. Broadcast to, can to be manipulated. That's right. Yeah, there's a lot of edif- funny editing and stuff that goes on with yep. these things. But yep. listen, if we're if we're you know if we're using if we're accepting the numbers that the NBA uh, has been feeding us, then the only logical conclusion is Josh Giddy is a three-way MVP. Okay. Um, now, R.J. Barrett, uh, our the Maple third, Mamba. The Maple Mamba. I know you know him well, Chris. You've been watching him real closely. Um, Star J, Broadway Barrett. Yep. Star yeah, J. exactly. <laughs> Star J? It's so good. Is that a, is that a Star J. Of? Barrett. It's yeah. so good. Oh, okay. okay. I like that. I don't know if I'd heard that before. Um, I mean, it fits. If the shoe fits. Um, speaking of numbers, let me read you some. Let's hear it. Um, this is a tweet. Uh, from these are the ones the that you compiled Tommy. from watching the games. Is correct? it from Tommy? Tommy oh, Beer, be from friend Tommy. of the pod, Tommy Beer, tweeted oh. this out March 17th. Here's the complete list of all players in NBA history that have grabbed more than 1,000 rebounds, dished out more than 500 assists, and knocked down more than 303 pointers before turning 22. Let's hear it. LeBron James, Luka Doncic. R.J. Barrett, end of list. Yes. Like another so, three uh, VP there. Yeah, I mean that that could easily have been your three VP. Easily. Um, but for Pick me, R.J. Year. is the future. Yeah. Um, he's the strongest name on that list. And uh, and by the way, guys, don't look now, but the Knicks have won four in a row and look poised for a major playoff run. You know what I say? Ergo, ipso facto, R.J. Barrett, your twenty-one, twenty-two Kia NBA three-way MVP. In parentheses, hashtag three VP or don't, MV, don't look. You know what I say? Well, you know what I say? Do look now, folks. If you like hoops, do uh, look. Now. Yeah, I Go certainly. Ahead. If you want to look now, take a peek. RJ, uh, Star J Barrett, uh, a newly minted twenty. 
point per game scorer. Wow, He's right on 20.0 points per game. Yeah. Um, that was his goal. He set it out uh, at the beginning of the season. He wanted to be a 20 point per game guy. And here we are. Well, congrats. He did uh, it. Star J, Maple Mamba, you're there. And uh, yeah, I mean, he's taken the leap. He's taken the leap here. In the his hardest third leap to year. make is Just, from yes, from second to third Star year. J that is to MVP J. Yes, second to third year. Everyone says that is going to be the trickiest spot to make that leap, and he went ahead and did it. He's now at twenty mm. points per game, six rebounds a game, almost three assists, um, yeah. shooting thirty-five percent from three, and uh, we're just overjoyed with the way uh, Star J has played this year and uh, excited to see what the offseason has in store for the Knicks. Just for uh, context, I, um, I think I think you're probably all wondering who's sitting right above, in between Javante Green and Marcus Smart in terms of PER. And I, mm-hmm. I'm going to bet you can guess. 113 in the league, Mr. Star J Barrett. Wow. Wow. Yeah, mm. That's impressive. I mean, that's an MVP. Yeah. All right. <laughs> He's edging out Guys, people like Isaiah Stewart, Cole Anthony, Seth Curry. A full point moving oh here. one above yeah. Emmanuel quickly. This guy's. Yeah, whammy. We're going to keep it moving here. <laughs> We're going to move on to executive of the year. Oh. Um, Let's go. I'll kick us off. I'll stand pat with my choice of executive of the year. Last awards pod, I mentioned this guy, and that is Memphis Grizzlies GM Zachary Kleiman. Mm. The Grizz are the uh, second team in the Western Conference. No one could have really imagined, you know, the team taking this kind of a leap. We talked about RJ taking a leap. Well, the Memphis Grizzlies have also made taking a big leap. the leap. Yeah, they're like a team-wide RJ. Yeah, yeah. and like that's, that's you, you know, speaking of RJ, the guy taken right ahead of him, one spot ahead of him, John Morant. Ooh. Hmm. Perhaps the future MVP, not, but not, not this quite, year. Folks. Well, Sorry, John. Ja. Well... We'll see. Got to play a couple uh, more games in the discussion. Yeah. Nope. yeah, but but you know the Grizzlies making the case here for Zachary Kleiman. The Grizzlies have um, played a number of games this year without John Morant. I mean, Morant's been spectacular when he's been on the court, but he's had some injuries. He had an ankle thing, a knee thing. Uh, you know, so um, they they've just well, they haven't missed a beat even when Morant's out of out of the uh, out of the lineup. And then look at the the draft record for Zachary Kleiman. Sure. You have Ja. Brandon Clark, Xavier Tillman, Zaire Williams, Jaron Jackson Jr. They traded for Desmond Bain. He hired Taylor Jenkins to be the coach. So I think it, he, you know, he's hit it out of the park this year. My exec of the year is uh, Zachary Kleiman of the Memphis Grizzlies. And those are the moves you're citing. You're not any specific trades or any other moves that you could point to that you really enjoyed, or any other trades that I could point to. That I enjoyed. I mean, um, just moves, no, those, yeah. signings, anything. Yeah. Aside from the yeah, draft, the which one- is, yeah. Yeah, those are the ones I want to focus on. Okay, good. Just uh, check. <laughs> just check it. I don't know. I just wanted to know. He enjoys That's the okay. draft. It's okay to enjoy let the draft. I'm not, I'm not just let not a gotcha it. moment. I just wanted to know if it, if it was like, no, oh, no, certainly not. I just wanted to know if there was a move. You were like, oh, you know, he. You was there a, for some moves. Your was was there a climbing to... trade that you were especially fond of, Wim? Well, he did get rid of uh, your boy uh, to the Pelicans. Who did he? He, uh, he dumped. Um, oh my God! Like the center. He's like that. Valanchunas. Yeah, he got rid of Valanciunas, and he got yeah. And S- Stephen Adams has been a big part of that yeah. Memphis Grizzlies team. This and that year, at the know? time he's, you're looking at that he's trade, the glue that holds the thing together. Yeah, you, and at the time you're looking at that trade, you're going Valanciunas, you know, young, right. Cost cost effective, uh, more so of a, a modern NBA player. Win. It's it was looked like a that's bad a deal. Big win for climate, and that's why I asked if there were deals that you like. I just want to talk about deals, guys. Oh my goodness, I'm getting the, I'm <laughs> getting the dagger guy. eyes over here guy. for just being executive of the year. Curious. Well, whenever you're ready. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, I'm going to go with, and I think again, I think I'm going to get some heat for this pick. Mm. Uh, LeBron James of the Los Angeles mm. Lakers. Um, again, you know, okay, Zachary Kleinman, great. You know, you, you make a few phone calls, you send a couple emails, all of a sudden uh, you're staying at the Ritz in downtown Memphis and you got six houses in the suburbs or whatever, you know, get on the floor, play the games, and right. then also make yeah. the trades. That's what LeBron has been doing for six plus years yeah. and his moves have frankly been flawless uh, in furthering his own career and goals. 
Uh, he will be. I don't know any other executives no, that can exactly, dunk. Exactly. I mean, I, I bet there's probably. I bet uh, there's probably no one. But I'll tell you this right Elton now. Brand. He ain't got a little mm. bit of Achilles damage, you know. Let's say. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say plenty Masa- of lift. <laughs> yeah. It's got plenty of lift. Dann geht er hoch, aber er hat seinen Wurfrhythmus noch nicht gefunden. Ja, mit Wut im Bauch. Elton Brand. <laughs> Kobe Altman. I have to see yeah, I don't know. Eyes. These guys, they look good. I mean, a lot of these guys look good. To be James honest. Jones. <laughs> James Jones couldn't dunk GM when he was an NBA Excuse me. He couldn't dunk when he was an NBA player. They have to show a highlight of a three point shooter. You got to do that for me. Old guys love seeing themselves. Oh Get a dunk with the bench is surprised. Look at James. See, James is acting like he does this all the time. He's a little sore on Ridge. Oh, I can tell yes. that left leg. Where's the ice yeah. back? So yeah. Let's, let's, let's pull the, pump the brakes on that. Uh, but LeBron is out there. He's dunking. He's making deals. He decided, hey, he decided, hey stand pat at the deadline. We don't need to upgrade this team. I need to go for the scoring title. We need to clear out all this brush fire underneath me. Uh, it's going to be me and Malik Monk for the rest of the year. Malik Monk dunk uh, for my assist. Do you think Danny Ainge has any lift? I, uh, He's in the front office. Watching on today's video, Danny Ainge just dunked on a guy. Let me show you guys it. So if you guys can see perfectly, it's like... All right, let me go back. So... We're, Alright, so here's Angie. Did you guys see that? <laughs> Larry Bird. Larry, Larry Bird Bird's not easy. Time. Uh, he spent some yeah. time with the Pacers. This right? year? Running the show for them. That was a while Larry ago. Larry Bird could let's, yam it. Let's get real here. For young guys that don't know him, you know, they, they think of Larry Bird as a jump shooter. Uh, but he was so much more than that. He was a passer. He averaged double digit rebounds. Um, he definitely took charges. And um, Now, if Larry Bird was still in, this, he would be my pick. Okay. Don't make, don't make any mistakes. In another interview, when asked about his top three of all time, LeBron put Larry Bird firmly in there with MJ and Dr. J. Oh my God. Three. Uh, uh, yeah, Larry Bird, Dr. J, Michael. Is he still an executive, no. Larry Bird? He's no he's longer He's taking some time away from the game, but, you know, he's still... <laughs> <laughs> you think he's coming back? Any particular... Joe Dumars? Hey, just what curious, about Joe Dumars? Uh, if the Lakers don't win this one, they're within one game of extension in their attempt to win back-to-back titles. Magic Johnson, lefty hook, release to Dumars. Ten-point lead, and it was Isaiah Thomas getting that defensive rebound. Timeout, Lakers. Hey, curious, Want Chris, a ring with the Pistons? Let me ask you a question. As an exact? Mm-hmm. Any, any moves Two that rings. you can point to for Larry Bird that you particularly liked? or Larry Bird's Yeah, moves? any of his moves that you enjoyed? Trades or signings or... Sure. Okay. Did he draft Paul George? <laughs> I said trades or signings. The Mark Jackson <laughs> oh, trade? That was a he good signed trade. Lance Stevenson. He did sign Lance Stevenson. It's true. Mm. Uh, but no, it's LeBron James, folks. Again, uh, you know, get him on the court. He's making the calls upstairs and downstairs. And he doesn't need these role players. He needs Russell Westbrook to come in and just, you know, give him more, even more organizational power by just staking up the joint. All right. I like it. Um, it's a bold your executive of the year? I'm going to give my uh, my executive of the year, Chris, for the 21-22 season to Joseph Tsai of the Brooklyn Nets um, for expertly navigating the <laughs> Kyrie Irving COVID vaccination saga. 10 out of saga. 10. Joe, of course, you know, a pro-vaccine guy, but um, despite that, uh, Kyrie refused to get vaccinated and therefore couldn't play in Brooklyn Nets home games all season. That is until just this past Thursday when New York City Mayor Bing Bong (laughs) Eric Adams reversed course. Uh, Curiously enough, right before the start of the NBA playoffs, wouldn't you know it? Uh, Uh, I... It's the Yankees. It's right before the start of the uh, Major League Baseball. I guess it's also that may also have something to do with it. The uh, New York Yankees and the owner of the Mets, who, if I'm not mistaken, may have been a fairly significant uh, campaign donor. (laughs) uh, I I would imagine every professional sports owner 
Maybe gave him a call. In New York, but probably sure, certainly in the country, uh, right, wrote a check to Eric Adams. Yeah, yeah. You know, you want to just make sure. You want to be in the good graces of that guy right. on the yeah. right side. Um, anyway, of course, uh, Mayor Adams announced that New York would change the private sector vaccine mandate to allow an exemption for athletes and entertainers in the workplace. And folks, if there's one man who is an entertainer, it is a one guy. Oh, he's a wizard. Um uh, Joe Sai, I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, right after uh, Adams made that announcement, Joe Sai went on Twitter on uh, on Thursday and tweeted Did he out. Sound off? Um, he he just tweeted uh, three uh, thankful praying hands emojis, and then wrote, "Let's work together to bring jobs and our New York economy back." Wow! So uh, we're all obviously very very excited to watch Kyrie uh, bring those jobs yep. back. The economy and, is coming um, back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. New York is back. Basketball is back in the How garden. How many jobs do you think Kyrie's responsible for directly in New York City? Thousands? I mean, at, at least yeah. one. Um, <laughs> and I just want to give Joe, you know, huge kudos and congrats for uh, sticking to his convictions and not allowing any of his unvaccinated right. players to play for yeah. his team. Well, thank you, Kyrie, for getting the Mayor economy Eric. back on Thank track. you, Kyrie. So economy daddy yeah. Kyrie. Great presser from yes, Kyrie. Yes where he expressed no contrition or thought about his decision and just was like, I'm, I stand for freedom. Yeah. I mean, he won. How, why would you apologize? It is amazing that he did win. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I wonder how many NBA players, I've wondered a couple things, how many NBA players having watched New York city sort of, cave on their original position right now regret taking the vaccine a probably all B, of them. oh yeah probably no all of them. Yeah. yeah and then beal like who's the all one the sort um, of skeptics beal andrew wiggins there's probably yeah wiggins probably was the guy three, yeah, who was like wiggins so sad to have to be forced to take it and he was like this is going against you yeah. know my but beliefs, i gotta but do I guess it I'll just do it like but also, like, yeah, there were, like, like high-profile guys, LeBron, Draymond, who took the vaccine. LeBron was like, I don't sort like, of, like it. Yeah. Openly sort oh, of yeah. talked about how annoying it was. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, and then, compared it to, and then compared it to the can flu. I, um, can I tell you something, though, folks? M- months after his colleague, Carl Anthony Towns, lost, like, two-thirds of his family. Yeah, no, can't be bothered. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, you know, we got three Honda Civics on this call. You know, our bodies are rough-and-tumble sedans. These guys are Lambos. I'm, I feel like I'm more of like a like a super. Maybe. maybe I mean, if on, on a good day, Ben. Yeah. I mean, we're getting older, you know. So mm, yeah, uh, these enough. guys are maybe more of a Forester than a WRX. Right. Yeah, well, you know I'm I mean. more of a Kia. Okay. All right. I like you know what I like the enthusiasm for the brands. More of a good Sorento. plug for one of our yeah. metaverse. Yeah. Uh, we metaverse car versions of ourselves. Check those out after the show. Um, that's going to be a mm-hmm. surprise. Well, we all picked a car and we made an, a car avatar. Car. Avatar, if you will. Um, hmm. Where are you going with this? Yeah, where are we going here, Wim? Uh The players are Lambos. You know, these are finely hmm. tuned uh, athletic machines. Yeah. One one right. little gear out of place. In the entire right. Thing you're not you're not putting just some you know some gas that you know is on emergency authorization into their bodies. Okay. Hmm. These yep. guys are uh, need to be um, you know on a hair trigger. Their um, reaction times, uh, this is life and death out there with the way that they hoop, the heights that they reach, the force that they're applying uh, to the floor of uh, any arena that they're playing in, and just the way that they handle the ball. I mean, all these things are affected. And if you're going to put in some, you know, some, uh, something that rusts their undercarriage, so to speak, uh, there's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. And you can tell by the way they live their lives. I mean, you're not seeing these guys at clubs. You're not seeing these guys uh, anywhere but the gym and and the and the uh, indoor hoop session. So there you go. I th- yeah, I, support I mean, it. again, I've wondered like if any of the players regretted All getting the vaccine. Everyone, I'm sure. And then to a man. I also I I also thought just like <laughs> it's interesting that Kyrie has sort of become the poster child for unvaccinated athletes yeah. when he's definitely not the only one supposedly three Celtics are unvaccinated because they didn't, yeah, they didn't like go to Toronto he, but we don't know who they are because yeah no like Kyrie is the only one that we mm. know about because and he, again he's become this like public figure for anti-vax whatever belief thought action but there are we he's only in that position because he lives in New York City and plays sure. in New York City but there are certainly 
players on other teams in other cities where there wasn't a mandate but about being vaccinated to perform in their arenas. Isn't so it's, that it's conceivable that, like you said, Whammy, like you know, I don't, I don't know, like maybe the one of the star players from the Celtics or whomever is unvaccinated, and we will only find that out. Well, three like, of them did not have go to, to play Toronto. Toronto. Yeah. Yeah, like, and so, so it'll be interesting. I would, interesting. I would love. Kyrie's definitely not the only. Kyrie's definitely not the only player who is unvaccinated, but he is the only one that was, you know, dragged through the mud. If I would love the Toronto Truth Serum to put some other people under the under the spotlight. I will say that when you go to New York, you know, this is Kyrie, for as reclusive as he is, picked the biggest media market in basketball. And decided yeah. to make a decision that made no sense and was absolutely counter to the public good. And um, you know, he, in to, terms of being be a fair, role model, he didn't sign. He didn't sign with the Nets knowing that there was going to be. A, no, but he signed with the crisis. Nets knowing that every decision he made would be way more scrutinized than in another sure. city. And so, sure. you know, t- big deal. A pandemic comes along. You know, these are things that you can't necessarily know, but you know, when you sign with the New York City team, that you're you're going to to be the poster child, which is amazing because it, it plays into my, my, I think, and Ben's theory that uh, NBA players hate the game of basketball. <laughs> don't like yeah. it. Yeah, they don't enjoy <laughs> it. Be bothered defense, to play. Um, or or love dunking. That's it. Ordeal. That's the only thing I'm that the, like, it is. Hating basketball or uh, celebrating in a crazy three-pointer. That's it. I'm hardly like a Kyrie apologist, but it's not, in his defense, um, it's not like he was spending the entire time that he was unable to play like crying about what a victim he was like you know he he was bummed but like he totally understood why he wasn't allowed to play and it, if yes, anything the rules. It was he understood the rules yes yeah, he understood the rules and he be. made a choice and so i don't know he lost a lot of money i mean i think we he don't did. know do we know Willingly. do we know if he lost Will- the money yeah. yeah 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 are we sure Willingly. we gotta look at that I mean, unless, the unless staff on there, little under the table deal. Yeah, we should. Re- you should report yeah. on that way. Unless the owner of the team wants to just pay him money for games that he did not play, just out of the kindness of his heart. That's possible. Well, Josiah did uh, was willing to stick his neck out to put up some of his own money for like fines and stuff, as well as for and W his WNBA team, which I believe he like got in trouble for. I actually yeah, there was like story, wasn't like tampering. Was wasn't like he um, something like yeah, that. he was like trying to sign. Wasn't Brittany Griner, but one of like the big WNBA players that was based in California, and like he was just like openly having meetings with this person on that other team's time, so. Yeah. You got one more reason to name him? Exactly. Executive of the year. All right, let's move on, guys. Kia. (laughs) Let's move on to the Kia NBA Most Improved Player. Ben, who are you thinking is the most improved player this year? Uh, A lot of names to think about and consider. I'm curious. Who's your most improved? Chris, for my Kia NBA most improved player for the 19, I mean the 2022, wait, 2021-22 season, Chris, I have Chris Dunn. Chris Dunn. Wow. Remember Chris Dunn? Yeah. yeah. This He's guy, back. you know, he I don't he may not have come up in our last round of awards because he Chris was Dunn. literally not in the league. Yeah. He was this guy, this guy was basically out of the league following the 1920 season. I think he played about 4 games for the, the Hawks, Hawks right? at the end of the 2021 season yeah Who does he play about for now? you know 40 minutes he plays for the uh portland trailblazers um yeah on uh well in january of this year he was acquired via waivers by the g league's agua caliente clippers um but uh but then on march 14th 2022 chris dunn signed a Dusted 10-day contract off. with the portland trailblazers via the hardship exception and on march 24th just last week he signed a second 10-day contract, and folks, this guy's balling out. I picked him up for my <laughs> fantasy playoffs run, and um, he's doing great. On Monday night, he went 5 of 7, had 10 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, and a block. Those are critical stats uh, for, my, uh, for my finals matchup this week. So he is my um, Kia NBA most improved player from out of the to league in the league to, from from Dunzo from Dunzo to Chris Dunn Dun- yeah. not Dunzo yeah love it wow from Dunzo to and not outside Dunzo. the box there choice you go. 
Yeah, yeah. Whammy, who you got? Mm. Who's your most improved? Well, his last name is no, Dunn. I got you. So, you. but but he's, he's not, not done. Yeah, he's not done or done. Um, yeah, I'll go with uh, Mr. Miles Bridges mm. from 12, 12 mm. points a game to twenty points a game. <laughs> pretty good. Uh, boring, that's a little pretty, bit of a jump there, um, and just you know. Exciting, exciting young player for a very frisky Hornets team who I'm sure many people don't want to see in the playoffs. There's so many great candidates for this. It seems like everybody's been yeah. upping their game, so to speak. Seems um, like everyone keeps improving, guys. It, that is true. But I think that Miles uh, has come the farthest. Yeah. Many miles, guess, if you will, So I, from where he started. And he's yeah. building some bridges to the future down there in Charlotte. Ooh. All right. Ooh. All right. Now we're, now we're talking. People love the idea of giving this award, I guess, to John Morant, but I, I don't really quite see it. You know, I think they just want to give an award to John Morant. You can't give him MVP. Right. I mean, his improvement has been exceptional, but I'd argue that we all kind of knew it was yeah, coming. Yeah, he was kind of a baller. Yeah. He, we all knew that he had something special in the tank. So I kind of think of this award as like, in terms of surprise, so like who I think it's gotta be most, yeah. Who most unexpectedly? I think Chris made. I think Chris Dunn surprised me. <laughs> That's most. true. Fair. I thought it was who most Dunn. unexpectedly made the biggest leap. Yeah. Um, Chris. Chris. I Dunn. think Chris Dunn's a great case. There's a great case there, considering that he was with uh, Agua Caliente. <laughs> but for me, I mean, from Agua Caliente yeah, to, to the NBA, to yeah, that's blazing a pretty trail. big leap. That's for right. me, though, the player that made the biggest unexpected leap is maybe Tyrese <laughs> Maxey, who maybe. at times has been <laughs> at not. times this year has basically been like the second or third most important player on the Sixers. Obviously, Whoa. in the absence of Simmons, oh, that's the spot you want. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, in the absence of Simmons, Maxi jumped from 15 minutes a night to 36 minutes a night. He jumped from eight points a game to 17 points a game, from 30% from three to 40% from three. Mm. Um, it was plausible, I guess, that he'd play well, but the Sixers are now in the thick of the Eastern Conference playoff hunt, and Maxi's a big reason why. So he's my guy. I certainly understand the Chris Dunn case. Um, Thank you. So, uh, yeah, and I guess, you know, Miles Bridges, something to be said there, too. So, yeah, we're all seeing this one a little different. We'll move on to the uh, Hustle Award. This one has no corporate sponsorship, just just the NBA Hustle Not Award. Not yet. Yeah. Um, Wham, who you got here? Who's your uh, Hustle Award winner? Um, I'm going to go with uh, James Harden, uh, insofar as that yeah. he has hustled several teams into maneuvering wow. him to the 76ers and in that great he's hustled his way out yeah of several he's hustled, hustled his way out of a lot and then he is going to absolutely i don't know what i can't tell if daryl morey is controlling him or he's controlling daryl morey but right it, when he signs the five-year 250 million dollar extension he will, <laughs> he, will have, that gonna be he will have okay. hustled Hustled and flowed himself into yeah. the greatest sports contract in the NBA since probably since one um, of the great swindles. It's just yeah. incredible. Mm. Um, yeah. We're talking color of money level grift. Um, this is a guy who just was that a grift? I mean, they were just playing pool. No, Those they were just were, straight they, shooters. They talent. Yeah, straight shooting, straight shooting pool I mean, boys. They may have been hustlers, but they were at least competing in a fair competition. That, exactly fair right. They weren't hustling people by lying to them initially and then taking their money with superior skills. They were just playing a fair mm. competition, just like James Harden um, is out there every night, um, you know, putting up three for 11s and crucial games and uh, driving to the basket and just throwing the ball into the air, arms flailing, just gestating, you know, looking at the ref, making eye contact the entire time with the officials in order to call get a foul call or uh, casually stepping back, waving Joel Embiid, the ruining his MVP case basically over the past 3 weeks. Um James Harden has has really put in the work and I think he deserves it. Yeah, mm. tough one for me, but I'm giving this award to DeJounte Murray. Mm. He leads the NBA mm. with an incredible mm. four deflections a game. That's a lot. He, yeah, he's got the Spurs in the hunt for a playing spot, made his first All-Star game this year, so I'm happy for DeJounte. 
Uh, he is my NBA Hustle Award winner. Ben, um, who are you thinking here? Who, you know, had the greatest hustle this year in the NBA? Um, yeah, I think, uh, it, you know, when we're asking who should the uh, corporate sponsor be for this Hustle Award, um, I'm going to put my money down for uh, Netflix. Love that. The Netflix Hustle Award. Yeah. And, of course, the recipient of said award would be Juancho Hernan Gomez. Absolutely. You love this game. Woo! I mean, love it with your whole heart. Woo! Because if you don't, let's not even bother. Let's not open that door. They're just going to slam it right in our face. Look, I be riding through my old hood. But I'm in my you're the star of a Netflix movie called Hustle. That's, you're going to get the Guess award, what? You're folks. getting the dang Hustle yeah. Award. No further questions, yep. on. Love it. We're moving on. Kia, Rookie of the Year. This is the one everyone's been waiting for. People chomping at the bit. Absolutely went salivating over there. A um, lot to consider here. I'll start us off with this. Ben, in previous pods, you have made a compelling case for Josh Giddy winning the MVP. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. Stats absolutely back that up. He's a triple-double machine. He's got that high dribble, the flowing head of hair. Beautiful. We love it. Whammy's made the case for Evan Mobley, his hometown Cleveland Cavs. Here comes I think front-running. I know exactly exactly what's going to happen here. I think I'm coming full circle here with my thinking. Mm. I am headed back to the guy I initially chose on our first awards pod back in November or whenever it was, wow. and that is... Who can even remember that? Scotty Barnes. Ugh, yuck. He starts Duke. and plays 35 freaking minutes a night. He averages 15, 8, almost 4 assists. The Raptors are currently slightly ahead of the Cavs in the standings. Cleveland has come back to the pack a little bit the last few weeks. Oh, Scotty is the defensive glue for the Raptors squad. Uh, it's a really tough call for me. We're splitting hairs. And frankly, you know what? Yeah. You know what? Let's just call these guys co rookies of the year scotty barnes and evan mobley their stats are nearly identical they've impacted winning so much on their teams so let's do it who can tell me the last co-rookie of the year it was rj and ja i believe wrong whammy ben go ahead Uh, it was 1999 2000 steve francis and the aforementioned elton brand wow and before that who Uh, else was your co-rookie of the year ben Jason Kidd and Grant Hill, very nice. 94, 95. Very nice. That's and that's why that's why we call him Ben. Uh, <laughs> but can you tell me the first NBA co-rookie of the year? Uh, Twyman Stokes. Uh, close, very close. It was in the seventies. Mm-hmm. Is it Elgin Baylor and I don't know what who. Way off. 1970-71, co-rookies of the year, Jeff Petrie and Dave Cowens. Wow. So good. Yep, yep. Who could forget him? Uh, loved go. watching Petrie play. Mm. Yeah. Whammy, who's your... He was a problem. He was a yeah. bucket. Who's your key rookie of the year? So, this is uncomfortable, guys, because, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here in, in the land, and uh, I'm still alone on Mobley Island. It feels like... All the boats came into the island. Everybody got off and went to the fudge shops and bought some cotton candy and some caramel corn and left all their trash in our picnic area. And then they got in their boats as soon as the calves started to sink through no fault of Evan Mobley. Uh, the calves have lost uh, Jared Allen for a big stretch, Darius Garland for a big stretch. Uh, of course, Colin Sexton went out earlier in the year. We traded for Karis Levert, who is just a absolute cancer. And... <laughs> And all the while, people just say, oh, look, the sun's going down on Mobley Island. Let's go over to Scotty Barnes Island. And Barnes, you know, beat them head to head. And I, I fear that that seals Evan Mobley's fate. Um, but it's Evan Mobley. Know. Just watch the games, folks. Also, Gotta watch if you're games. leading for three quarters of the season, not, literally nothing changes about you. But your team dips in the standings um, as a rookie, especially as a rookie where your impact on winning is uh, not necessarily as large as some of the other folks on the team, especially the position that they play. Mm. Evan Mobley has been doing it for uh, longer at a higher level. um, And Barnes has come out late here. And I fear that that recency bias will tip the scales. As I said, uh, I'm here picking up the, 
picking up the trash, the glow bands, the uh, little nice little toys that make noise when you blow in them, uh, fake snakes with mm-hmm. squeakers in them, everything you'd buy on, a, on an island here. Um, and I, I got to tell you, it's the correct choice. History will prove Evan Mobley to be the superior player. So let's go with Evan Mobley there. There you go. And though Barnes is great. I mean, obviously, he's, he's been fantastic. Ben, Kia Rookie of the Year, I know you have Josh Giddy down as your MVP. Is it fair to assume mm-hmm. that he's also your Rookie of the Year, mm. or are you, you going to zig That would be insanely presumptuous. Yeah, I don't think Chris. that's how no, we do it. Yeah. If you're MVP, you can't also no, be a Rookie of the works, Year, no. um, which is why uh, for my Kia Rookie of the Year, I'm going to give it to uh, Gary Payton nice. the second. Love that. Um, GP2. Now, I know he may not be a traditional rookie per se but this guy you know he just kind of feels like a rookie the way the he mitten. plays uh he's like he, he's a he's a rookie at heart uh if you will he's he's got the the energy and the excitement of a rookie um i have him on my fantasy team and he's been doing great for me uh the other night he went six for seven from the wow. field two of two from the line wow. for 14 points threw in six rebounds two assists and two steals now that's uh, pretty handy it's one thing this guy loves doing is getting ske- steals and he shoots a uh Sneaky high field goal percentage, too, from the uh, guard position, which is why he is my 2021-22 Kia Rookie of the Year. Wow. All right, we're moving on now. uh, And just for context, he has been in the NBA for six years. Okay. Okay. Uh, We're moving on now to the Kia Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, Whammy, kick us off. Who you got for your Kia Defensive Player of the Year? Oh, man. Um, It was going to be Big Bob Williams (laughs) over here. Uh, was a big big Robert Williams fan for Defensive Player of the Year. I think I had Grobert last time, just because you can't go wrong. It's, I think it'll be Grobert again. But uh, Robert Williams was... Can't, can't go wrong with no, Grobert. can't go wrong. Go wrong with Grobert, is what they say out in Utah. Um, right. mm-hmm. And uh, it's great. I'll pick Rudy again. Why not? But I think Robert Williams would have been the more fun choice. And um, it'll be great to see the Jazz... Head on home in the first or second round of the playoffs to a lesser team, so to speak, and um, you know scratch their heads as to why that happened once again. Yeah. Well, I've given the last couple of pods, last couple of awards pods that we did. I gave the nod to Rudy Gobert. I want to do something a little different this year. We're giving the we're giving the dang thing to Robert Williams the third. Uh, who's got Beantown absolutely fired up? Don't look now. Folks, uh, the Celtics are a game back of first place in the East, and Robert Williams III is a huge reason why. Obviously, uh, Time Lord just tore his meniscus. He's out four to six weeks, which truly sucks. But, Wham, let's give this guy some love for a minute here on the pod. Um, The dude is an absolute elite jumper. He's got a great motor. Uh, he's a steals and blocks machine, Time Lord. He's six foot nine, but he has a seven foot four inch wingspan, which allows him Can't to cover teach that. up. Covers up a mm. lot of ground. He's a great helper on D, uh, and his ability to protect the rim, even just as a threat, he covers up a lot of mistakes for he his teammates. He just moves so well. Celtics guard Derek White said, quote, he's a special talent defensively, always being there. He's athletic, long, and affects a lot of shots around the hoop. You can take a couple of chances here and there because he got Rob behind you. Yep. End quote. And um, yeah, I just think he's had a huge impact on winning. He is exactly what the Celtics needed this year as they sort of turn the tide from their early season struggles and uh he's got that team atop the eastern conference so speedy recovery to you time lord you are my defensive player of the year ben who do you got um yeah i love the love the the big big not big shot rob bob but uh big bob uh we'll just call him um Love that pick. Wish he uh, weren't injured as he is uh, on my fantasy basketball team mm. uh, this week in the finals. Mm. And I could very much use uh, those, that would have been very those blocks helpful, that you yeah. were talking about. Yeah. Um, so um, I, I figured I would, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll give an honorable mention to Bob. But um, for this award, I wanted to do some extra research and dig into some some data and some stats. And um 
my research led me to a name you guys might not remember, uh, Derek Walton Jr. Mm. Uh, now, this guy played only three games yep. during the 2021-22 season for the Detroit Pistons, but if you have uh, any doubt at all in your mind about how much this guy wants it, the three games that he played, December 26th, Boxing Day, sure. um, the December 29th, and then January yeah. January 1st, New Year's Day, this guy was out there hitting the hardwood for those Detroit played Pistons. Played big minutes, too, that right? That is commitment to his craft, game, played yeah. huge minutes. Yeah, now let me correctly. hit you with some more data. Listen to this. Yeah, you do remember. Uh, on December 26th, the guy got one steal and two okay. blocks. December 29, two steals, Hello. two blocks. And January 1st, four steals. Wow. Four steals. Wow. Now, if you go on a Basketball Monster and check the player rankings for the 21-22 fantasy season. And I do. And, I do. and you turn off. You turn off all the categories except for steals and okay. blocks, because that's what we're talking about here, defense, steals, and blocks. This is very interesting. Uh, and also make Just sure the, that it's set to per-game yeah. value, not total right. value, of course, yeah. Guess who the number one ranked player in the entire league um, is? Robert Williams. I'll give you a clue. It's not Giannis. It's not Embiid. What? It's not Rudy Gobert, Aaron Jackson Jr., Robert Williams, Miles Turner, T.S. Thibel. It's not any of those guys. It's Derek Walton Jr., um yeah so uh oh and by the way the guy's a six foot tall point guard uh incredible pretty incredible if you ask me and that is why i'm giving him my kia defensive player of the year love it uh nba coach of the year guys um i'll I'll kick us off here it's gonna be for me it's gonna be monty williams uh he's done an incredible job with the suns got them to the nba finals last year obviously they haven't missed missed a beat this year even through you know a stretch of chris paul being hurt I'll say this, though. Things are getting very interesting these last few weeks here. You take a look at the Eastern Conference. You got Eric Spolstra. Uh, he has the heat atop the Eastern Conference, you know, all year long. Uh, quarreling there with Jimmy Butler. Um, yeah. Donis Haslam getting wanna, in the mix. I mean, especially after what happened at the Academy Awards, guys, I don't know if I want my coach of the year to... Uh, Condone violence. To, to, yeah. Yeah, to be setting that kind of example for uh, the kids. Billy Donovan had uh, the Bulls really overachieving for much of the season, so you think about him. But really, let's talk about the job done by Ime Udoka in, in Beantown. He's a long shot, but no team is hotter right now oh, than I don't the think Celtics. he's a long I think he's going to, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking for a low-risk, high-reward bet, take Udoka. Um <clears throat> that said, I think my guy right now is, kind of is, is Monty Williams. Wham, what are you thinking mm. here? Uh, it seems like... So wait, just to be clear, Chris, you're advising our, our listeners to make a bet that you would not actually make yourself. That's correct. Yeah, that yeah, makes sense. Okay. Yeah, we do that all the time, right? That's, um, sure. Just wanted to be yeah, clear. I mean, when it, you know, we're, we're not using our money for this, right? I mean... <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it'll be Monty Williams, but I think uh, you got to... You got to look at uh, JB Bickerstaff in Cleveland as well. Yep. Ime, great. I want to say great. I mean, it, I just cannot stand this this green wave that's swept the league where they've gone twenty four and three or whatever. We've got fever. I can't. It makes We've me. Oh, got the bean. But it's fever. just every year I feel like people just hawk the Celtics so hard. Mm. And again, it's wow. a magical they're feeling. not. They're not gonna be the NBA champion. They're not gonna come out of the East. Oh, oh no. no. Zero percent on this. We've seen them in the playoffs okay. with Robert Wait, Williams out. Movie Coda. What's that? You see movie? You see the movie Coda? <laughs> no, I have not. Uh, but yeah, talk to me after you've seen Coda. Maybe you, fire, maybe... <laughs> maybe you and the wife fire that one up on Friday night. Have Guys, I got another. Meal, I got another. In, watch Coda. Learn, learn a thing I or two. I got another about, movie uh... wreck for you folks, and it's the last duel, <laughs> and it's two guys from Boston. Do you like apples? Yeah. Well, I got a number. How do you like them apples? <laughs> Unfortunately, this analogy ends there because one of the... I won't spoil it for you, actually. I'll, I'll just stop talking because... Please don't tell me one of the guys in the duel gets uh, it's, They're in the 1300s, Ben. Maybe read a, read a book or two okay. uh, about the okay. period, but uh, no danger of them being shot. I've read yeah, plenty of books. About the period, books, Ben. About the, the 1300s. The, some of the earliest yep. basketball was played back then. We, we, we all do our own research so, yeah, here. You want to look at my some bookshelf? Of, some of the earliest basketball games were played back then, Ben, and I, it would behoove you to yep. understand and know that part of it. 
But um, yep. the... And that's what Steven Spielberg based the duel off of. Uh, not Steven Spielberg. <laughs> it yeah. is... This is a sequel to The Duel, right? Steven Spielberg's first movie. Steven Brand Spielberg's first movie is The Duel? Uh, hang on. Let me just double check this. Steven <laughs> this was Spielberg. This was Ridley Scott. The Duel. I gotta first. tell you, robbed of every Oscar known to man. Watch The Duel. He loved it. Oh my God. The Duel is incredible. Uh, I've All written right. several poems about it. Um, that is not a joke. I literally have written poems about the duel. Uh, if you watch it, I will text the poems to you. That is my promise to you as the host of, uh, co, I guess, guest on this podcast. Um, anyway, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah careful. Yeah. Careful easy there. now. Whoop. You're not, co- you're not co anything. Whoop. Don't give yourself a promotion there. Steven Spielberg's first film, 1971. Duel. Wow. Not, wow. not yeah. the duel. There you have it. Uh, no, they, he just called it duel, duel. to sh- gotcha. you know, shorten it. Okay. Um, so I, I stand yeah. corrected. <laughs> yeah. All right. Duly I don't, know, I don't know how we. Yeah. So Whammy's upset about the Green Wave. Uh, and the last duel. Was, I'm even more upset about the last duel not getting any Oscar recognition, which was a well, phenomenal. You're going to watch Coda and you'll understand why. Ben, where do you stand yeah. on NBA Coach of the Year? Oh, boy. Let me just wipe the slate clean after all that nonsense. Um, Folks, we have another co-winner okay. uh, for NBA Coach of the Year. Wow. Um, let me tell you about a guy named Frank Vogel. Hello. <laughs> Listen, Frank has faced a lot of adversity this year. There's no denying that. But he remains focused on the things that matter most. Following Tuesday night's uh, blowout loss to the Dallas Mavericks, a game the Lakers uh, critically needed to win just to remain in contention for a playing spot, uh, Vogel had this to say to reporters, quote, the standings are the results. We have to keep our focus on the process and the work. That's the only place our focus will be. I love that. Um, now, those words, you know, speak to my heart. Uh, obviously, process and work is what we're all about here at Swish FM. Uh, Chris, you've, you've been preaching that since day one. Um, and, uh, you know, what can I say? Those are stirring and inspiring words from a leader. Um, but even more importantly than that, um, Frank is also humble to a fault. Um, now, despite the fact that he is the prohibitive favorite for Coach of the Year, Frank is always quick to deflect praise and redirect it to one of his peers. Uh, just prior to that aforementioned Mavericks game, uh, where the Lakers uh, were blown out, uh, Frank was asked about the job that Mavericks head coach Jason Kidd has done this season, and Frank replied, quote, I think he should be coach of the year. So I wow. say this to Frank, how about a compromise co-coach of the year for the 21-22 NBA season, Frank Vogel and Jason Kidd. Freaking love it. Um, Thanks, guys. Thanks. We're moving on to the Kia NBA <laughs> sixth man of the year. That's it? No reaction? <laughs> I love it. Wham! Any, um, anything? I'm all in. I guess it's hard to name Vogel the NBA Coach of the Year. Just did it when just LeBron it. is the coach of the Lakers. So just double check that again. I think. I right. think you'll well, see. Well, we can always throw that, in like maybe we'll toss some co-executive. Yeah. With yeah. There you go. Exactly. We're moving on to the right. Kia NBA Six Man of the Year. Whammy, why don't you kick us off here? Who's your uh, sixth man of the year? This is one of those... I, nobody's talking about Montrez Harrell for sixth man of the year. <laughs> <laughs> but he's sixth man of the year. It's crazy. Literally every single podcast we not, talk about. No, but you're going to die on this hill. Nobody, but nobody's... <laughs> it's not going to be him, though. It's definitely not going to be him. But I'm going to go with Harrell. That's so. a crime. Yeah, I got I got uh, Tyler Hero. No debate it, it here. Just, Swish FM's Tyler had this one Hero on lockdown it, yeah, since so the first awards pod back in November. Mm. So mm. yeah, this is a victory lap. Uh, give the man his dang hardware. I got Tyler Hero, your Kia NBA Six Man of the Year. Ben, what about you? Um, I I got another guy actually, um, whose last name begins with H, but it's not Harold or hero it's killian hayes uh i added him right before the finals of my fantasy playoffs this week Mm. and uh it's kind of a last second i believe he was the x factor in the pistons today playing on tuesday and thursday um which are you know sort of low volume days which is important because you'll you'll be sure you'll uh 
get that guy in in your starting lineup. Um, but uh, Killian came off the bench for the Pistons, so he is eligible for this award. Yep. And he played 32 minutes. He shot 6 of 10 from the field for 13 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists. He hit a 3, and listen to this, guys, 4 steals and a block and 0 turnovers. And... Uh, my, my that's pretty good. You, Kia NBA six man, and you just year, claimed him off the waiver wire. I did, I did. Incredible. Yeah. Funnily enough, v- listeners are going to find this fascinating. I actually drafted Killian Hayes um, at the very, very end of our draft. I believe it was in like round seventeen yeah. or whatever, eighteen, however many we do in this goofy league that I'm in with Wham. And um, you know, I I, uh, I kind of had some some big hopes for him. And his this is his second year or yes. third year? Yeah, second year. Second year, I believe. Yeah. Uh, you know, he had a rough rookie season, but I figured, you know, maybe he promising could, uh, start together. To the rookie like, season, yeah, yeah, it was he was it was a little rocky, and then it just kind of he just stagnated. He just didn't do much of anything, and finally, I had to cut him loose, um, which uh, which paid me to do. And uh, he he sat there and and you know wallowed uh, on the wire for the remainder of the season until just this past uh, Sunday. And I took a look and I crunched some numbers and I said. You know what, Killian? Uh, my door is always open. You're welcome back in anytime. And uh, sure enough, he walked right through those doors and he uh, stepped up and delivered for me big time. So I'd like to uh, reward him with the Kia NBA Six Man of the Year. Love that. Mm. Uh, we'll wrap it up here, guys, with the Twyman Stokes. Uh, everyone's been waiting for this. This is the Teammate of the Year the big award. One. This is the big one, of, folks. A lot of debate here. Um, Saving the best for yep. last. Uh, Wham, kick us off. Who is your Twyman Stokes teammate of the year? Can we let Ben? I think Ben's pick is going to be. Uh, we talked a bit before the pod, little secret sauce here. I think Ben's pick is going to be the the talk of the pod. So I don't want to take <laughs> right, Ben. I don't want to take the thunder. I mean, I appreciate yeah. that, Wham. Uh, it shouldn't be any surprise whatsoever. Uh, it's JJ Redick. Sure. JJ Redick is our Twyman Stokes. I mean, Chris, just play the damn clip. You, you know the one I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, what the heck is going on in New Orleans, Stephen A.? They don't have you. They don't have somebody like you. They don't have wow. you. Now, if the NBA had a man of the year, it would be J.J. Right. Redick. But it does not, so all we can As give the him is Stokes. the Twyman Stokes. And frankly, guys, I'm at the point where... Uh, I'm giving him this. Award we might be calling this the Reddick, yeah. the, the JJ Reddick team yeah, of the it, year. In in my mind, this award is it's this is JJ's personal property. It is his until someone steps up and takes it from him. But I'll be honest, I don't see that happening in our lifetimes, if ever. Um, yeah. So full disclosure, he is my. I, I, I had initially Kevin Love as my teammate of the year, but Ben, you mm-hmm. you have me sold here. This is JJ Reddick's yeah. award, and I feel like. Calling him the teammate of the year doesn't even quite encapsulate. Oh, of course, because he's really comes the nowhere M- near to doing. He's really justice. the NBA man of the year. Yeah, I think, like, he's the man of the year. Like we should create a new award. Yeah, I think the NBA. So we're just going to rename Twyman Stokes. Uh, this is the NBA man of the year. Uh, <laughs> it sort of takes into consideration uh, one's moral character. Place yeah, in the league, how high level of a person, sort you of are, your basically. ethics, your principles, any sort of positions you take publicly. A um, it's about leadership, mm-hmm. obviously, and yeah, it's it's about talent. Ta- it's about talent, um, yeah, it's about the caliber of your character. It's about the friends that you have. Your metal. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, it's about the type of people you surround yourself with. Absolutely, your the, DNA, your work values. ethic, uh, what you put mm-hmm, into the mm-hmm. game, if how how hard you grind. Your craft, whether or not you believe your job is a craft or How not. How much you want is, it. Um, that mm-hmm. is what makes the NBA Man of the Year. How much you care for yeah. others. And without a doubt, it is J.J. Redick this year. So, um, yeah, on that note, uh, well, I, I will would, uh, take I take do have here. a... Yeah, wait, Wham, Wham yeah. did you have a... Yeah, I do. Uh, Whammy, anything you want to say about J.J. Redick? Before oh, well, I have a pick. Um, I actually have a pick yeah. for teammate of the year. What would you like to say about JJ? Um, I guess what I was going to say is that what I just did for Ben there is called an assist. And (laughs) I have been... You learn learn that kind of move from JJ. That's right. I have been dishing the ball to you guys. I've been, uh, you know, hanging myself out to dry (laughs) for you to to clean like a rug on a a laundry line. And I'm going to go ahead and say that I, I... I'm the Twyman Stokes. Yeah, there's no timer on this. (laughs) I am the Twyman Stokes teammate of the year. 
And that's... Chris, Chris, that is, wait, there's that a timer now? That is all the time we have for this week. Uh, oh, man, whammy, anything you want to promote aside from uh, yourself? I do want to uh, apologize. On TikTok, on I do want to apologize for promoting uh, my friend <laughs> podcast uh, oh, boy. On, my, on the last pod. I, I didn't realize that was so yeah. gauche, uh, but I will not be promoting <laughs> podcast. Okay. Sorry, what was the name I of believe that again? Uh, it was bleeped on the last pod yeah, artfully. Um, that was a pod that I appeared on and mistakenly tried to promo. Sorry, sorry, I, I miss. I, I think I was speaking over you. Yes, I have this call. Can you say it one more time? Is the podcast the host again? I appeared on an episode, um, great episode of a podcast. Not something we want to promo here on this show. Uh, I got another. Mm-hmm. I call it a three banger and a two banger on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I got a dishwasher. TikTok, you got to check out up. at Wemmy45 yeah. on TikTok. At Ben Rose on Twitter. <laughs> All right, Ben, take us out. This was fun as always. Uh, Till next week, Ben. Fantastic stuff. Uh, great job, everyone. Congrats to our so winners, great. Yeah, by the what way. What a year. And um, yeah, we will see everyone next time. It's always fun to do the pod. You've been listening to Switch. 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 Switch.